Hey there, and welcome to The Water Tower, a few minutes of extra encouragement for your week from the scriptures. I'm your host, Lee Younger from Christ Community Church in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Today we're going to be in 2 Corinthians 10, verses 3 through 5. The Apostle Paul says, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. All right, enjoy episode 70, Time to Remember and Hope. Okay, let's talk time travel. My buddy Brad doesn't like when movies and books do the time travel thing. As soon as someone fires up the flux capacitor, unveils the time turner, or hops into a phone booth with a janky, begummed umbrella frame atop it, this dude rolls his eyes a little. And no, it's not because he's one of those folks who can't stand when stories include the impossible. He's totally fine with superpowers, lightsabers, and gravity-defying parkour. For the most part, Brad is willing to grant the premise. What he doesn't like is lazy storytelling. He feels that time travel is the easy way out a writer uses when they've painted themselves into a corner and can't figure out any other clever way to get their heroes out of a jam. And look, I totally see his point. It makes perfect sense, but hear me out time travel rules. Give me the TARDIS and the DeLorean. If there's a wormhole, or even an alien in a cape who flies around the world backwards really fast, pass me the popcorn. I'm in on the quantum realm and cyborgs from the future with Austrian accents. Shoot. I'll even tune in when there's zero attempt at some kind of sci-fi explanation and a quirky British dude and his awkward son simply clench their fists in a closet in time travel. I think it's great. Sign me up. I mean, it's a powerful concept. You leave now and go into a different when so that you can change something about now that needs some tweaking. I mean, come on. That's awesome. Brad and I have had this argument ad nauseum. And look, maybe he's right. Maybe it is lazy as a storyteller to create a device where you can simply undo something that's already been done. Maybe time travel is a cheat code, an ace in the hole that waters down the stakes so much that the viewers or readers or listeners should ask for their money back. And maybe sheer laziness is the reason we have so many time travel stories. And, I mean, guys, there are a lot of time travel stories. But, what if it's not all laziness? What if there's more to this? What if the reason so many writers include temporal displacement in their stories is that we are meant to think about it? 
What if the technologically impossible idea of moving through time is a wink and a nudge from the one who made us? Because there's something we actually can do that's pretty dang close to time travel, and he wants us to pay attention and to sharpen those skills. Now look, I know I'm getting weird and definitely nerdy on this episode, but hang with me. I'm not claiming to be an actual dabbler in the chrononautical arts. Did I just make up a word? Anyway, what I'm saying is, I haven't made a time machine or anything, but every single one of us already knows how to time travel, in a manner of speaking. What do I mean? Okay, buckle up, because here we go. Both my will and my emotions can move through time, backward and forward, and so can yours. Now, sometimes we're in charge of this process, and sometimes it simply happens to us, but our volition and our feelings can leave this moment we're living, go either backward or forward, and in so doing, affect a change on this current moment we're living. Time travel. Okay, was that weird? Or did it make sense? Are you still tracking with me? Let's go over a bit of that just one more time, but maybe a little more directly. Okay. The only time you ever actually experience is now. Right now. You live squarely inside now. As far as you are concerned, every other time is simply thought. Your past has already happened which means anything about it that you experience is just memory. And memory is just thought about something that's already happened. Now, maybe that memory was triggered by a picture from Facebook's time hop feature or a video you found on your phone or an old toy or blanket you discovered in the closet. But even still, the blanket is now, but the past is a memory, which is just a thought about what already happened. In the same way, anything you experience about the future is just information you're formulating or borrowing from promises, plans, or expectations. Which, again, it's just thought. It doesn't exist yet. You live in the immediacy of right now. Every other when is just thought. Okay, so the whole idea of time travel in a story is to use something from the past or the future to change or impact the right now. Both the past and the future are just thoughts. That's all. Memory and expectation. I don't live in either of those times. I can only think about them. I can remember them and anticipate them. You still with me? Hang tight because it's all about to come together. Through the incredible power of choosing what I think about, I have the ability to send my will and my emotions backward and forward through time in order to change what I'm going through right now. Bible, there are two verbs that come up a lot, like a lot, a lot. 
I mean, they happen all the time. Two things we are supposed to do with regularity and intentionality. You ready? Here they are. Remember and hope. Over and over in the scriptures, God's people are told to remember what he has done for them. They had songs, holidays, buildings, vocations, and outfits that were all completely and totally dedicated to the importance of remembering certain things over and above other things. Don't simply dwell on loss and sorrow. Remember how God delivered you. Don't only focus on your past wrongs and the shameful things you've done. Remember how God restored you and covered over your disgrace. Don't imagine the worst possible future. Here are some promises about the Messiah. He will dwell with you. He will forgive you. He will live and die for you. The way you think matters. Being intentional about where you spend the energy of your mind is critical. In 2 Corinthians 10, the Apostle Paul says that ground zero for all the fighting in the spiritual war is your mind. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. When you are being tempted, lied to, or led astray, your job in the spiritual fight is to think correctly. Spiritual ninjutsu is all about intentional thinking. The apostle said, we take captive every thought. To take captive means to arrest. In other words, everything you think should be apprehended and questioned. If the thought is a harmful, dangerous perpetrator, charge it and lock it up. If the thought is okay, let it go. How do you know? Well, if it's a thought about the past, does it make you feel condemned and ashamed? Does it make you hang your head and feel like you're in trouble? Lock it up. Preach the gospel of Jesus to that thought and don't let it roam free through your business. What if it's a thought about the future? Does it fill you with anxiety or fear? Does it make you see yourself as inadequate and a hopeless case? Lock it up. Preach the promises of Jesus to that thought. What if it's a temptation about something that you should do that you know you shouldn't do? Cast your will into the future. Think about the way that thing always makes you feel and the way it may make you feel. Lock it up intentionally overwhelm shame, anxiety, temptation with praise and hope. Remember Jesus's love for you and his life and death for you. Remember the blood spilled out of love for you. Remember the way he treated people, the words he said to them. Neither do I condemn you. Take heart, your sins are forgiven. Leave your life of sin. Then think about his promises. I will come and get you and bring you to be where I am.
train your thoughts to time travel into the past with memories of Jesus' love for you and into the future with the hope of Jesus' promises for you. You have all you need right now to mentally borrow grace from the past and hope from the future so that your present reality is lit up with the rays of goodness from both the then and the not yet.
Today's score was the song A Warm Breeze by Cold Brew, used by permission with musicbed.com. Our final song today was I Am New by Southern Harmonic. Our intro and outro music was by the one and only Jed Brewer of Good Loud Media. And you are hearing this because of our friend Ian Gother, who's like the sweet, sweet sound of the bell at the end of the day and the last day of school before summer break. Thanks for listening and may the living water fill you up.